there's a book called Pendulum, a mm. uh, pretty interesting book. It talks about kind of the ebbs and flows of society. Hey, dude, I feel like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. 100%. Why is this important? Why are we even going here? He's helped a lot of guys. He's also not had success with a lot of guys. Come in with a purpose and they're very intentional with what they do and how they do it. From the majors to the sandlot, baseball and softball share space in one place. Welcome to the farm system. And it's like a 20 year cycle. So it's 20 years up, 20 years down, 20 years up, 20 years down. Mm. And I think the cycle that we're in right now, if you look across mm. just society with politics, with everything, yeah. where the trend we're in right now, and this is, they went back and tracked for hundreds and hundreds of years, yeah. this cycle. We're, we're in a phrase, a phase right now where it's beneficial to be polarizing. Mm. That you have to be you have these bold, strong opinions. You need to be divisive mm. to create your audience. Yeah. So we're gonna be going down like we just started that 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 yeah. era, especially with and it's just getting media. started. It's just getting started. Yeah. It's not even a social media thing. I think social media makes it more broad across. No. It's, it makes it easier to be accessible, it's, but it's, more it's like the gasoline. same pattern. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. more like gasoline. The fire was already there, um, and that's yeah. why I think when people say that all the time, like again, I don't like to weaponize like social media in the same way it just exposes things that are we're already underlying that now we can just you know again same thing we're reaching more people like again it's like a company like great you have 10 employees you're gonna have certain problems the other problems might already be there but if i amplify that by now you have ten thousand employees well yeah those problems that were really small are now a big deal and that problem that was ten dollars is now you know a hundred thousand dollars and like it's like now that's all you know like this is, these are bigger problems now that we have to address or whatever that looks like like with scale so I do think in the same way, and we've talked about that of like having more real conversations. Like I like to have, and I would love to get to a place where, again, I'm inviting people on where we're, we're having, you know, disagreement. Obviously there's certain ways where it's going to be healthy disagreement and there's going to be unhealthy disagreement where we're really not getting anywhere. But also with that being said, it's not necessarily always the conversation. It's everything that's found in the intermaking. And for example, one thing I, I meant to say to you last night was uh, the book that I sent you is... I'd be interested in your take, but I highlighted so much in that book already about not the main ideas, but how they disagreed and how they spoke to each other at the beginning of their letters and at the end of their letters and how they always came back to center. And um, it was like, it's not personal. You know, we're mm -hmm. discussing ideas and we don't have identities ideas. And also too, if I'm wrong, like I'd be interested. I, 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 I'm, I'm more interested in the truth than being right. And, you know, when you get there and again, it sounds simple. Everybody would agree with that. Like, oh yeah, of course I'm more interested in that than being right. And sometimes I think it's funny because I've heard people weaponize that of like when they're talking to people, it's like, well, are you more interested in being right? Or are you interested in knowing the truth? Meaning that like, I know the truth and you want to be right. When meanwhile, you know, a lot of times projection from the opposite side, right? It's a, it's a healthy side from like each way um, that I think is, you know, interesting in there. And I just think it's a, uh, um, unique place where like, I want to do that, you know, farm wise. I like having those conversations along with it. And also too, like, it's okay to have like passionate debates. Like at the end of it, like, I'm not really mad at you. Like I'm not like, you know, it's, um, it's, it's more of a thing. Like if you disagree with my information or how I delivered it or whatever those things are, a lot of times too, it's more of like a, a personal thing as well. Like, you know, maybe I'm, 
triggering some things, some issues you had with your dad, or, you know, so maybe I said trigger some stuff you had with your, your cousin or whatever these traumas are coming from, these, these things you might've had in your past along with it as well. And like, I get that. I mean, at the end of the day, there's no avoiding that if the, you know, if I'm exposing some of those things, maybe I'm bringing awareness and, you know, you, you can unpack your shit just like I did, you know, it's all good, you know, like regard continue to do <laughs> like, it's all, it's all good. But I do think it's a, you know, it's an interesting place of like, uh, where things are, you know, going and also to, um, I think it's also a deeper place of like the bigger scope of like our saying is like when you start to see the need for everybody to run down their own branch rather than destroying that. Well, like, yeah, but they're missing all these. It's like, yeah, but like there's a reason why that guy is a leading expert in the world on rocket engines because of that's yeah, what that's his thing. And like, yes, he sees everything from more of that lens or he sees like X, Y, and Z, but like it's came some profound breakthroughs when again, coming into like making the rocket and like, we need that expert on those things as well. And, uh, also, I think encouraging in the same way is that I think some people get shunned away from that because it's like almost in the same way. In some ways, I feel like it's like being encouraged to be a minimalist, right? Where it's like, don't get too deep anywhere, you know, because you're going to, you're like, okay, I think I'm leaning a little too far this way or whatever those things are. And I think yeah. it's an interesting dichotomy there of like figuring out what that, that balance is. It's, uh, I mean, this is kind of what Pelotero is all about. Mm. is how do you scale individual individualization? How do you scale going to depth with, with individuals? Because if you do it the traditional way, you just can't deal with that many players. At the major league organization, how many athletes are they actually working with? And can you go that deep with each individual? Usually also, can, can that player handle the depth? Mm. Is it, are you sharing, are you oversharing with that player and now they're thinking too much? So how do you balance all that out mm. where... You have these investments that you're you're trying to turn your minor league player into a major league player because that's when they actually become valuable. So if you're doing things that it's funny because you're you're gonna do some stuff that works and some other stuff that doesn't work no matter what. So figuring out how to go deep enough with each player, give the each player what they need, and just balance it all out. It's a it's a it's a big challenge. Mm. It it really is a big challenge. Well, I think, and that's the thing is long with it is like, um, if you look at these tools, like any other tool, some tools are more valuable than other tools and some tools, um, are less valuable than other tools. And I think on the same sense of that, um, interested where, like, obviously, like I said, we're, me and you've had a lot of conversations with a lot of these things look at, at scale. Cause obviously in the same thing of like personal experience, like, uh, consuming of things like it, again, you can look at it whatever way it's like, oh man, like oh, it could be taken so out of context and all these other things. And this could really hurt community. Like, yeah, everybody hurts and helps in every different way. For example, like I'm, I'm reading John Maxwell book or whatever that is, right? Like he's mentoring me from afar. I'm reading your book. And I'm like, okay, he's mentoring me from afar. But also with that being said as well, it's like, well, I'm missing a lot of context, but at the same way, what, what an opportunity on the same way. It's like, like, you know, for example, like that led me down a different path that really created so much other insight. But like at the same time, yeah, like, could it also lead me down some bad paths too? Like, sure. But also, you know, with that as well, it's like, that's all an opportunity and part of the journey where I think when everybody gets that mindset where I'm trying to go like 300 and 0 compared to like, you know, again, along with that, like my losses, it's, it's that duality that you need. It's like the, the, the losses are also what create the wisdom. 
and like you need you can't avoid because you're also then therefore avoiding the wisdom like you have to have both like you have to have the duality of having both of those things and you're not trying to go 300 no it's like i want to know a guy that's took a lot of l's like that's why i think also too subconsciously we value like the gray hair and some of those other things it's like okay he's like he's been around long enough to like he's made he's made a lot of mistakes and i remember having that conversation with hitting coaches i've had before it's just like dude like you haven't fucked up enough hitters like you need to fuck up more hitters and like figure out how to fix it and like where you messed up why it's too far that way and again like that's great even if your first three hitters hit great you're gonna have a whole bunch that don't and when you don't and like how you figure that out and what that looks like and also too like um you know, again, what that looks like to do it again and do it again and do it again. And with, you know, the more you learn from that side and, um, and that's a whole nother thing, you know, you do all of that. It's a whole nother thing where, uh, you know, I've kind of stepped into this other places. Like I'm not only trying to educate my hitter, like I don't even need really social media for that side of like, but now you're going into like general public and so many other people, like you're coaching coaches and you're coaching organizations and you're coaching like your infrastructures and like all these other things that are coming in. Those are whole other levels where it's like, you know, again, if I was just trying to get hitters, well, like I can have a clientele just based off of results. Like other dudes just come, like I really wouldn't need a ton of social media. Actually probably benefit my business better if I was going that direction where it's like, I was super exclusive, but because we're also too, obviously in the same sense, like, you know, with coaches, I think is big. And I wanted to point that back to like, you know, Pelotero in that same way is like, um, I know that you guys obviously, you know, every time we talk on the podcast where it's like, you know, there's more I can share. There's more, you know, more where we're at, all these other things is going. And obviously you and I have more conversations about those things as well. But again, like, I think, you know, overall, uh, you're creating a tool. Um, I think in the innovative side, like you're creating a tool um, that is not based on a singular hitting philosophy or strength philosophy or all those other things, but a tool that should be able to help you coach um, should be able to help you coach. And the intent obviously is to help you coach and uh, uh, more efficiently, more effectively with more numbers of players to affect more people. And at the end of the day, yes, just like when we do somebody remote training, is that better than you being here in person? Like, no, but at the same time, and the same thing as well, like, is it better than, you know, farm boards, for example, like it's a tool. Um, do we use it on every player with every rep and all this? Like, no, we're the creator. And we don't do that either. And also too, I probably have more tech than most people. And again, along with that, like, I don't use it for every rep. I honestly, too, again, use it a lot less than people probably think than we use it. Um, but we do use it. And again, I do have some great insights going from it. But at the same time, um, knowing at the art of coaching is knowing when to use that tool and when not to use the tool. Like it's an awesome, expensive tool. It helps me greatly in these other ways. But also, too, it could also be misused or overused or whatever that looks like. And like uh, I think the main statement, like you said as well, it's like, okay, well, technology should be used to um, for me to have less work, right? It should speed things up. It should make things easier. It should be do these other things where a lot of times where we've had technology is it's added the opposite way. And anybody that's kind of used tech and I'll let you yeah. add up more. Cause I know that, you know, I, a lot of that you talked through. Yeah. Tech historically has just created more burden for the coach. They, they have to spend more hours. They have yep. to figure out what it means. We, what we say internally is we have the, so what problem and then the now what problem. So first time you get on a force plate, you're looking at all these numbers. So what is it? Is there actually anything from a force plate that matters, or is there so much variation? It's just a bunch of scattered data points that you need to work with what a hundred, two hundred, five hundred thousand players to get actual insight. Yeah, and start seeing trends and then linking the data to the performance. 
And I think what the what most tech did initially was it said, "Hey, here's this hardware we created. Measure stuff. Here mm. You go. We're gonna we're gonna let you measure stuff." And then you get the numbers back, and you're like, I don't know what this means. Mm. I don't know if this matters. So it's the so what. I think a lot of the so what questions have been answered. There's like there's certain numbers that matter, and there's a lot of numbers that don't matter. It's like, yeah, you're measuring it, but it's it, maybe that number is dependent on the pitch location. So, or we don't unless you're tracking the pitch location. Know. Yeah, to maybe, know how if it's important or not. Like it's not useful for me now. Right. So we a couple things that we do is we try to focus on things that will never change. That's a Jeff Bezos, Amazon thing. They focus on lower pricing, faster delivery, and having the best options available. Mm. So, like, why are they doing drone deliveries? Because they want faster delivery. Like, they're going to go down every rabbit hole to make things faster to your door. So, when it comes to the tech with hitting and with, with any tech in sports, you have to figure out what the numbers mean and why they matter. What, we, what Pelotero does is we automate that process. So, as soon as you plug in that number... And this could be my translation of those numbers. It could be yours. We can customize it. But we're going to translate that data based on how it's actually applied. Mm. And then that application is then tied to the hitting drill mm. and the, the solution for how to fix it. Yeah. So we can customize it for anybody, yeah. which is really cool. We're not, we're not trying to be right. We're, try, we're, we're providing a platform. Uh, we will have our own stock in-house stuff for what we believe. But we could build out a full farm system, yeah. instructional model, mm-hmm. no problem. It's about the one one thing I always say to people is like, let's imagine you've got access to every drill in the world, every piece of tech, every everything you could ever imagine, every drill ever created, you have available to you. You get an athlete standing in front of you. Which ones are you going to give them? Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem that we're dealing with. So well, it's, you it's go on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find every drill and bookmark them and Great. create this database. Yeah, you got every drill in the world. Yeah, which one are you going to do? Now what? How are you going to do it? So that's the second part is the now what problem. Hmm. So if you have a database of drills and they're all organized in a way that's actionable, it's like how are you going from the assessment data collection process to the drill? So we automate the step one is you have to translate the data. Step two is you have to apply the data. And those two pieces are what we automate. Yeah. It's, it's really fun because I don't, I don't want a coach to have to look at a spreadsheet unless they want to look at a spreadsheet. I don't want you to have to look at a graph unless you want to look at a graph. Because if you've spent the time to look at the graph to figure out what it means, you've got the you've got an algorithm or you've got rules that you've established in your head that if I see this graph, if I see this go up at this point in time, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Automate it. Yeah. If that happens, if the chart does that, that's what it means. Here's the drill to do. Mm-hmm. So you automate it. Yeah. But which I think is originally when we talked about earlier in the podcast, what people think tech does is like what you're creating, which is I think the national evolution of technology, right? People just say technology. That's a lot of things. Like, for example, like it's the natural progression where like we first have to be able to measure things, right? We first have the, okay, Mm -hmm. quantify it, right? Okay, well, well, now it's important. Okay. And, you know, some things from there, obviously you're going to have a bunch, bunch of different camps. Everybody's going to teach a different thing, other thing. And then also too, you're going to have the organization. I'm trying to get all these things to work together along with it. You're also going to have a lot of resistance in that same way because the industries, and again, all those businesses are going to try to do everything they can to not work together because they have their own niche and they, you know, business-wise, it doesn't make sense for them yet until it makes sense for people. Then, you know, again, the incentivize them that's to actually, happening now. Exactly. So now they're starting to work. Because each piece, like a set bat sensor only looks at the bat. It doesn't know what the body's doing, doesn't yeah. know what the ball's doing. 
yep. uh, launch monitor, a hit tracks, a Rapsodo, a yep. flight scope, a TrackMan, a yep. Yakutek. They it only sees the ball. It doesn't know what your body's doing. The sensors or the camera based stuff that we're doing now, it only knows what the body's doing. So if you don't put all the pieces together and you don't have the right context, mm. you're not asking questions that are relevant enough to provide the solutions. Mm. So yeah, you got a bat sensor, great. Can you make some safe assumptions based on that data? Yeah, you can. Is that the best solution available? No, it's not. Mm. So the more, because one of the biggest questions we asked are like, oh, should we do the mocap or should we do a bat sensor? Mm. Like, do both. The more we know about you, the more customized it gets. For sure. But the, the industry, the whole thinks, oh, we only have to do this or we have to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, dump it all in, dump all the data in, mm-hmm. and then each each player's priority will rise to the top, and that's what they're going to get drills on. Yeah. So as a coach, all I'm going to do is say, hey, give me build a template that says, give me priority one, priority two, priority three, horizontal priority, vertical priority. Yeah. Like just plug in what you want for that player. The data will it's actual data driven. It's not just bucketing. Yeah. which a lot of people are doing bucketing, which is better than not bucketing, yeah. but it's still not yeah. the best it can be. For sure. And I mean, also at the end of the day too, you have the natural progression that, you know, hey, here's the thing as well is like, um, still behind all of that, right? There's a human telling the computer what to look for. Mm-hmm. Right? This is what I think. This is what I hear. This is good. This is not good. All those other things. There's progressions inside of that. It prescribes drills that are being picked of why you should do those things in X, Y, and Z or based off of the foundational thing. That's why we have everybody come in-house. They have to do an eval. It's just like, I'm not working with you before we do an eval. We have to come to common ground before we can go to higher ground. We need to understand why we're working on what we are. For example, the same thing, like you talked about, like the hinging in the front hip. And that contextual side of that with that hitter earlier is it's not that I was trying when he went to go do a full swing. I'm like, hey, try to hinge. What I was speaking to him is like, this is why we're doing this drill because you have a hard time doing hinging into your front hip. And so we're doing this drill specifically to help you be able to access that range of motion and to be able to do this move when you're hitting though, like we may not think about it at all. We're just doing a drill and like, you need to understand like why we're doing this in the first place. But again, like tying that back into the same thing as well. It's like, Hey, like again, I know people again across the world, right? Like maybe again, we have people call us all the time. Like, Australia, we have, you know, what, what did somebody call from the other day? Uh, the guy that was, oh, Japan or something like that. Taiwan, right? Like, again, we have people call, like, I want to fly all across the nation because I want to, like, work with you in person and, you know, blah, blah, and I'll learn all these other things. Well, it's like, you know, again, obviously, not a, there's a lot of other people probably in Taiwan that would love to do that, just can't financially afford to do so. But again, they have access to some of these other things where they can, just like a book or just like a thing, it's another natural extension of, great, you want to train with the farm, you want to train with, X, Y, whatever that company is, right? Um, you want to train with me, you know, which can, is like the basis of like why you created Pelotar in the first place. It's like, okay, hey, you want to work with Tewksbury and these X things? Well, like I can't work with everybody. And also too, I'm actually going to fail you as a coach, even though I, not because of my knowledge base, but because of my availability in the sense of I can only see you in this limited amount of time. I know almost become like a doctor where I have so many people that I'm seeing that I have to make really quick, fast judgments. And again, I might've missed something because I just have to move at such a scale, which like I need technology to help me there. Or I have to turn, turn people away, which again, am I helping you in that same way? Because I'm turning you away. Um, and so you're coming up with like solutions, obviously to those type of problems and also giving people access, um, in ways that only technology can give you access to. It's like, you know, it was a game changer when we can start video chatting with one another. It was a game changer when we could start sending emails. It was a game changer when we could start mailing over distances. 
is a game changer when we can start doing some of these things. And again, like technology isn't always, um, you know, again, like just like when the internet first came out, like we didn't understand how pivotal that was going to be to our society and how people downplayed it. It's just like, well, can I just do this? Like, can I just do this? Like, why, what, why do I need a text for? Like, why can't I just email? There's a, there's a really funny Twitter account that I love and it's like pessimistic history. Oh, <laughs> and it's like the bike, the bike is going to ruin society. People yeah. are going to, it's like a bike. You're mad about a bike. Or the, sure. te the telephone is the devil. It's going to, yeah, yeah. it's going to ruin the world that yeah. you could talk to people. It's just hilarious that yeah. they have press clippings from the 1920s yeah. saying that yeah. certain tech is going to ruin the world. Well, and I had to break through this, you know, just me personally as well on the same sense of like for a long time, I really didn't like remote training or like, I didn't really like training anybody if it like wasn't in person or any of these other things of like, well, like one, I had too much identity tied in like the results I can get a player. And like, you know, again, if like someone's going to work with me, I wanted to say that they work for me or just like, and also too, like I've been guilty of also, like I said, holding other people where I'll say something like, Oh, this guy worked with you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm guilty. Like I've been like, you know, if let that be, rich let that be drive on like it happens to me all the time like i have a guy work with me twice and then like we never hit together again and he was just happened to be in vegas because triple a team was here or whatever and that's like it just logically doesn't make sense and he's not going to spend you know x y and z and again it doesn't make sense for me also too i'm not going to train him for free so it's like you know you get in these situations where it's like yeah i might have only worked with a guy a couple times and it doesn't make it my guy you know and also too like people like to do the opposite right like if the guy crushes Right. They don't want to give you credit. Oh, well, you know, that's the hitter. He did his own thing, blah, blah, blah. But if he doesn't hit, it's all your fault. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're the reason he can't hit and all those other things. And also, too, a lot of times from the opposite way is the guys like to do that. If you are the coach, the guy hits, it was you. If he doesn't hit, it was him. Right. And it's like, see so how that, how naturally psychology, like that self defense, like insecurity, like ends up coming from each side to weaponize each way. They're like, mm -hmm. see, he told you so. From each way. C told you so, told you he wasn't a good hitting coach, or C told you he was a bad hitting coach, or so told you he was a good hitting coach, you know, and like all those other things, or told you like, again, he just didn't ever buy into like, you know, what we were doing and whatever that is. And um, it's a lot to unpack in what situation and what's what. Um, but I do think in the same way as well, it's like, it's interesting, again, where game, game is going the same way, and also um, how much context is constantly needed and, and, and curiosity, I think more than anything, it's like uh, breeding a culture much more of curiosity. Um, and I think that that's a high level attractor for anybody that's more of an innovator or in that same way or, you know, creative and cutting edge in any ways. Like we're all like passionately curious. You have to be, and that has to be bred into like, what am I missing? What don't I know? What how are we not thinking what, you know, like it's just always, and which also I think breeds in some way, some insecurity that always comes in from those like high level minds. Like, again, you always have like the guys that are the deepest are always like, okay, all these things that I'm missing. Um, I know I'm missing so much. And so a lot of times you end up saying less. And then also on the opposite side, you have uh, some people that it's like the confidence and confidence thing we talked about. Yeah. Of saying more when they actually know less because it's like, like, why aren't people saying anything? It's just not that easy. It's just not that simple. There's a lot of stuff that I've struggled with in the past with what to share, how much to share. Mm -hmm. And I try to be very conscious about what I put out. Like, I haven't put out swing information in a while, like real depth with hitting information. Because mm -hmm. I literally had, I don't have time to work with hitters. And mm -hmm. I can't, I, I really am limited with how many people I can build real relationships with. Mm -hmm to be the hitting coach, to yeah. be that, to be their guy. Yeah. 
And even if you have the knowledge that could really help them, it's like, am I your best hitting coach? If I can, if I'm just going to take I you apart. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to take you apart and not be available for you to be consistent for you to come and hit with, it's like, am I your best resource? Even though it's not the knowledge, it's the availability. It's all the other things that go into like accessible, like, again, can I be there for you throughout a season? Can I like, you know, what does that look like? And I think in a lot of ways, like there's all these other depths you have to take in rather than just being like, well, you know, like for example, if that triple A guy or whatever, it's like, well, like, could you really help them if you don't have the time to do that? And also too, if your heart's like, you're in a hierarchy, put other things in front naturally in front of just his development. Like you, you know, you have all these other layers that are in front of that, um, that, you know, again, he might come 10th, you know, out of all the things that you have prioritized. And it's like, yo, I might make you worse or like, you know, it's just things that you, it's not that simple. Yeah. It's just not that simple. Yeah. I think you, you gotta be really careful with what you put out. That's yeah. what I've, that's one thing I've learned is you gotta be careful. And there's things about the swing that I'm big on right now that I don't think they're different than anything I've ever taught, but they're just more, more layers depth. and just more depth yeah. to it. And that makes sense. And I know if I put stuff out, if I send an email to my email list, how much work that creates for me. Mm-hmm. You got to spend the time Question. replying and answering mm-hmm. questions and dealing with stuff. And I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't have the capacity for that right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, to be fair, to be careful. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be too. I tell people this all the time. Like, yo, if whatever I give to you for free is a gift, dig your own damn holes. Like if you want to learn more about it, like I'm also not, I don't feel purely responsible to answer every single one of your questions, especially when I gave you the, the route or the path that I'm looking in for free. Like if you're paying me and also too, just because you're paying me 10 bucks, right. It doesn't mean that you own, you know, every conversation I'm going to have, or you subscribe to my Instagram so that for five bucks or whatever, like I'm always available to you because you pay me five bucks a month or whatever that looks like. And again, I think at one point I had some real holds on there where it's like, I felt like I owed people all of these things. And then I get to the same thing too, as well. It's just like, Hey, like this is the service that I provide for this thing. And if it's free, like you got to take it as an opportunity, as a gift, like, and I remind people that on social media all the time, like, oh, well, you didn't talk about this and you didn't, but blah, 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 blah. it's like, yo, like, I don't have to give you shit. Like, I'm not, I don't owe you anything. Like, this is all a gift, an opportunity. Like, again, I didn't get to study you and you post all these other things. Like, this is an, op- this isn't owed to you. This is an opportunity that like, I'm, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Thank you for even pointing me down a path. Thank you for eating these things. And like, from a place of gratitude rather than a place of like, again, like, it's so funny because yeah, as adults too, we, everybody wants to do things as like, you feel entitled that because again, the same thing that like, I owe you something for your comment, you know? And like Gary Vee kind of talked about that at one point where it's like, he'll be on the street or he'll be with his family or something like that. And people will get mad when he doesn't like every moment he's not available for them. And these things is like, dude, like I don't owe you a conversation. Like I don't owe you these other things. Like again, like I'm giving myself willfully and all these other ways of where you can consume me books and all these other things. Like giving you access, like, you could have none of that, you know, and, and try to figure it out on your own from scratch, just like I had to do. And so, and not from and the same thing, like I had opportunities that other people before me didn't have to have. And I think in the same way, when I get into a place as entitlement, it's like, like, like you don't need to pick up the phone. Like you don't like, you don't need, like, we don't need to make a podcast. Like we don't need to do those other things. Like, yes, obviously there's, um, they're giving you your time and these other things, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, again, that's like me expecting on the same, like, you don't owe me a view. You don't owe me a share. You don't owe, like, you know, like it, it, it's, it's not, it's in each way. It's like, this is a free resource. It's a gift that you're getting for free. 
for free. You paid zero dollars for things that might have taken me 20 years to figure out, like, you know, or insights or things I've gotten away from. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, I think if people are investing their time, for sure, that's where they feel, because I think that's, I mean, our most limited resource is our time. Mm-hmm. So if they're pouring their time into something, trying to learn, trying to, trying to go down, Agreed. that's where I think that, well, but I think the, the animosity can grow from that because they're like, oh, I'm, I'm reading everything. I just have a simple question. Yeah. But then it's, it's a simple but, question. But it's, yeah. And, and, and I tell her that all the time too. It's like, people want to give me a phone. Hey, I got a 10 minute phone. It's like, bro, that question leads to another question, which leads to another question, which leads to another, I'll be on the phone with you for the end of the time. We'll never stop talking, you know? And also too, on the same side of like, if you feel like you're sacrificing, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the same sense, like, yes, you're sacrificing your time. But also, too, you're watching binging Netflix, you know, for 10 hours a day or whatever you're doing, five hours a day or whatever you're doing. And also on the other end of that as well is I'm sacrificing my time to make the video to do these other things to help you get along that path and all those other things. And also, too, yes, if you're having to put some time in, like I had to put some time in, too, to also get the information, package it, all those other things to like do the other side is being like, like. By me putting a service like within this transaction, like I've created something for you to consume and you're right. Like it could lead you astray if you take it the wrong way or all these other things. But like, again, it's free or it was 10 bucks mm-hmm. or it was 10 bucks with all this other information that's stacked all together, that there's so much information that's here that again, the only reason that it's 10 bucks is because the only way I can create this is because I don't respond to every, I can't respond to hundreds and hundreds of comments and hundreds and hundreds of DMs and hundreds of like, just like, you know, get along with that. Or you might have to wait two weeks for me to get back to you. Or you might have to wait, you know, a month for me to get back to you. But again, I look at it kind of from like, like the other side of like the same thing as well as like, I think when I live from a place of gratitude of like nothing is owed to me and everything is a gift, then when you start, I think there's like true happiness and joy and also behind that when you, when you don't expect anything where it's like, you need to respond this way. Like if, again, like if I'm loving, let's say it's even any relationship, like it's like, if I like, you know, for example, like if, um, you know, I pay for your food because I expect you to pay for mine or something that's like, well, now I've set up this expectation and if it's not met now it's met with these other things rather than said, it's like, everything is a gift. Like if I give something to you, it's a gift. And also too, if you ever, you know, do something like it's, it wasn't owed to me. Like I'm gonna be very grateful for back on the opposite side. The other side, you know, rather than living from a place of gratitude of like, at what point am I owed any of that? Like, at what point was I owed social media? What point was I owed grace or love or all that? Like, at what point, you know, and again, I get how it gets, you know, a lot of times it can get flipped. And a lot of times like when I say that, it can get controversial because people are like, well, because you have this platform and look where you wouldn't be this way without all these people and all these other things. And it's like 100%, but also too, along with it, you're also assuming that I'm doing all that because I want a platform or I want all these other things when in reality I might have a platform because I'm just giving, you know, like, but at the same time, don't flip that as like, now you're, you know, I'm, I'm a slave to whatever you want me, you know, to do in that same way, you know? Yep. Well, it's, it's interesting. The whole building an audience thing. Yeah. There's pros and cons. hundred percent. There's a ton of people on your list that will just kind of be quiet and lurk and, let you know when they're ready. And then some people are just way over the top come at you with expectations. Yeah. I think, uh, experience wise, you have to be mindful of, of their expectations Mm -hmm. and 
when you are putting out a product, I think regardless of the price, you have to understand what the minimum threshold is mm-hmm. for hundred percent. Like at a bare minimum, I need to meet this expectation so yeah. that when that customer, what they feel about what the money they spent, yeah, they need to have a minimum level of that was worth it for sure. Or I got something out of it. Agreed. And yeah. anything you can Always do more value. Anything you price. can do in, in excess of that is like bonus and you're going to create yeah. so much goodwill and you're going to create so much positive energy mm. that if you can create, we talked yesterday about joy. Mm. Like if you, if you can create benefit, emotional benefit for them. Yeah. And like what, what emotion are they trying to solve for? Is it failure? Is it like, are they, we, I also talked about this yesterday. The, are they fighting against failure? Or are they seeking success? Mm. So are they, there's so many different aspects of emotion that somebody's trying to buy for or spend for and trying to fix or address. Mm-hmm. So the more you can exceed that emotion and deliver on what they truly want, yeah, you're just gonna you're gonna create so much good. Yeah, that's no, and, and I agree. I, I, I try. I under, I understand what you're saying, and I've been completely overwhelmed before. Yeah, after the derby, I was, I mean, overwhelmed yeah. to the point. That's why Pelotero exists now, is because I got so just bombarded with stuff and it was awesome but i had no way to process it i just i couldn't handle it yeah so having that perspective and having that experience like i know i missed opportunities all over the place because of that Mm. i i got to have experiences because of it too but it just got i got spread so thin and i couldn't wrap my arms around it yeah i didn't have the tool to allow me to fix it and address it yeah. So I know like there's emails that I just never got to. Mm-hmm. It's not that I didn't want to, it's not that I didn't try. I just I couldn't yeah. do it. When I think also too from the other end of that is like the same thing too is like um you know, like um comments for example, like on social media. Like one can't address every single comment that everybody ever makes. Like an email getting back to me on like an email or something like that. And it's so easy it's even easier to send a comment. Like you could guy could hit me with 10 questions in five seconds, you know, and again, now each one of them could take me an hour to actually break down and, you know, do whatever. Right. Um, and also too, I think on the other end of that is just like, okay, Hey, like the whole point that I can deliver, you know, consistency of like things that I put out could be constraints of like how I do it, you know? And if, again, if you change that up, it's like, well, would you even know on the opposite end of that is just being like, okay, so what's the other solution? Me deciding that I'm not going to put anything out. How much value did I provide you then? You know, like, be, or again, maybe I just don't answer your comment every once in a while and you can consume all these other things. And also at the end of the day, like it's a, I think it's a unique problem where you can, like a lot of people look at it. It's like, well, like, oh, like comes, sounds like it's coming from like a place of like privilege, which it is. It's a privileged situation to be in, but also too, on the same side, like with every privilege is a burden, you know, and also within that burden, um, you know, along with it is that we're still human. Right. Like, again, when you guys did the Derby, like, it's not like, like, bro, I'm the same human I was yesterday. I just, you know, I'm doing the same stuff I was yesterday. Now I just, all these people want my attention um, in the same way. And like, I love that. And again, like in gratitude in the same way, like it's very rare for me not to respond to a DM, like very rare in this, that sense. And I, it might take me three weeks, you know, but it, I usually respond. And if, again, if you follow my stuff, like usually is, unless it's like someone like, you know, aggressively, like just saying something but again if someone wants help like i generally do or and i'll point them towards resources and i'll do these other things and again it might take me some time to get back to but um i don't say that from a place of like 
I just say it from a place from the opposite side of like what freedom I can give you on the opposite side is to, when you live from a place of like, I'm not owed anything, like everything from this point forward, like if I actually got what I deserved, well, if you actually got what you deserve for again, okay, what do you deserve for free? What do you deserve for 10 bucks? Like you, you paid for, you know, a Gatorade or something like that. Well, do you deserve a MacBook for that 10 bucks? Are you mad now because you're living your whole life? Like you feel like you got cheated because you didn't get a MacBook for your $10. Like, and if that's all of a sudden your expectations are not met because, well, I paid $5 or I did things like I used to talk about this with, um, someone remembers at planet fitness. It's like, you know, someone would come in and it's like, we need it as a guest. They can have a guest every single time and we needed their email, you know, for them to get in. And I would have to have the conversation with the guy because they don't want to provide their email. I'm like, listen, if you want to use my multi-million dollar facility, that's all been performed and all these other things that you can come in. All I need is your email. And I get it. You don't want to share these other things, but also too, along with it, you're going to use a multi-million dollar facility for free every single time you come with this person. Like, I just need one thing from you, you know, along with it. And again, if you walk in entitled, like, did you pay for this gym? Did you pay for this equipment? Did you pay, like, are you going to pay when we get sued? You know, when, because we don't have this information that the, you know, our, our insurance company requires us to collect when someone walks in this building. How about when there's a shooting here? How about when someone gets raped in the bathroom? How about when like all these other things that you don't even think about, right? Yeah. And again, when it comes into security, like if someone raped your daughter in our tanning room, wouldn't you want to know who was in our building and who it was and did we collect an ID and we did the things And I understand that you're upset with me, but at the same time, I'm protecting you, you know? And then like, again, though, when you come from this place of entitlement, right? Of like, like these things are owed to me. I think it leads to a life of a lot less gratitude and like what it does in your heart of like having these expectations, when in reality, again, along with all of that stuff, like the freedom that it gives you when, when you walk through every moment of your life that it's a gift and like I'm not owed any of this and no sacrifice I make was ever equivalent to like what I get to experience on a daily basis and what I have the opportunity to, to do that I think it opens up so many different things, not only just from a comments perspective of what that from, but what it does and like if that was my mindset through all parts of my life at all a day where I experienced everything, it's just like, wow. That's awesome. Wow. Like, great. I have, you know, I wake up like, wow, how awesome. Like, I have this truck. I have this building. I have this, these amazing employees. Like, all these, like, at what point was that owed to me? You know, in the same way as well, like, when I think about that with like audience wise, like, they hear me all the time around here. I'm like, wow, like, that's amazing. Like, there's 15,000 people that want to know what I have to say about something. Like, I'm so appreciative of that. And also, in the same way, like, I obviously give, you know, again, so much in the same sense of how much things I've given out for, you know, free like again with that like multiple posts a day you know large form content short-term content so many things for free hundred that's why like and sending someone's like you know like uh, when people bring up like making a buck or any of those other things it's like bro it's like let me see how many free resources you put out you know saying like like yes there is a time and a place where you know i ask for some cash or do whatever right but like at the same time like look how much free consumption is there to come and like grab it's like we almost have 200 podcast episodes you know and again like you know, I know you guys, the same thing too. It's like how much free stuff that you put out and also free access to that. So like anytime it comes from a place of like entitled from the opposite side, it's like, yeah, like I'm serving you, you're serving me. But like at the same time, don't expect me to serve you and I don't expect you to serve me. Mm-hmm. And it works both ways. Yeah. It's just, a, it's a, you could get, go any way with this with business. Yeah. Any, anytime there's, there's dollars. I feel like in, in this industry in particular, there's, very very high expectations for what you get without a lot of pay yeah for i mean digital, especially baseball yeah, yeah digital products digital anything subscriptions 
I think, I mean, personally, I think there's going to be a ton of subscription fatigue with, uh, with everything with, you know, you can get Instagram subscriptions and then, um, what's the one Patreon? Like there's, mm -hmm. there's so many ways that people are trying to get you to give them money and recurring monthly is always awesome if you can get it done. Yeah. Um, but there's just a lot of expectation yep. and people don't understand if I'm putting out an article, that's because I've watched hundreds of hours of video for sure to make that possible. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. I think it's big. So, I mean, I'll say at the end of the day, um, you know, there's a lot of things I'm too sure even today, uh, be interesting too, with us working with, uh, you being around while we're training hitters, I'm sure there's going to be to a lot of combos and maybe we'll hot mic you, make some content also from that side of some of those combos. I think it'll be good. But uh, no, I think it's it's big from there. Then, like I said, I think I can't remember anybody that's done a three time on, on the podcast. So, and I'm sure this won't be the last time either. I'm sure we should have <laughs> more. But uh, anyways, uh, make sure to go check out all the things that uh, Pelletier is doing. Why don't you kind of give them some insight there again if they want to uh, check out more of those things and kind of like more follow along. Um, and I know obviously you're giving out so many other resources too. Why don't you kind of touch on that? Yeah, the on social it's Pelletier app on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think TikTok is Pelotero Corp, but mm -hmm. uh, biggest thing that's going to be coming out right now is with our partnership with ProPlay is every account that gets created will get five free videos a month. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be able to upload your videos. So you can do vertical jump testing, hip mobility testing all through your phone, which is yeah. incredible. Cool. So um, we'll have a lot of free resources. We have a little community app that we do. And you guys uh, make a lot of um, content around a yeah. lot of different things too. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, our, we have a rule that if we have the same conversation twice, it has to become content. Mm -hmm. so if Chris has a ton of conversation with, with college players and high school players. I'm like, if you say the same thing twice, you have to write an article. Yeah. You have to do a video. It's just we need to scale our time. Mm. So that's that's a rule that we have. Yeah. Um, the the platform we're we're kind of slow releasing it. We're not just broadcasting that's available yet, but. Mm. Uh, if you find it, you can sign up and you can do stuff on there. We're still working through some bugs, but uh, doing a big pilot program with colleges right now, so we're getting them all onboarded. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a powerful. We're, we built a very powerful tool. Mm. It's very powerful, and uh, we're gonna do a deep dive on it today because you don't you still don't know what it does. Agreed. And we've been in stealth mode. That's been intentional. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot coming. There's yeah. a, there's a lot on the burner right now. So. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's it, above all. It's just we get to help people. Yeah. And the in the space, it's pretty interesting because people will always ask, "Are you is this a, a business tool or is it a consumer tool? Like B two B or B two C?" Yeah. And this industry, you have like if if our number one mission is to help athletes perform better, mm. that's the number one thing. Help athletes perform better. To do that, we have to provide tools for the athlete, for the coach, for the parent. So for the organization owner, for the facility owner. Yeah. Like the whole ecosystem needs to be served. So a lot of people don't fully grasp that part, but I think that's what it's going to make it really sticky long-term. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for you to see kind of behind the curtain today. And um, it's fun when, when you show people, they don't get it, they don't get it. And then they go, oh, wow. And then mm. they start getting creative with it. Yeah. So you're going to, you're going to, it's going to get your mind racing, which would be fun. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Yeah. Um, I know one thing too, audience wise, um, uh, say I was thinking about this is that on the last uh, podcast, I, I started this new thing where I wanted to pray out. That's how I wanted to end it. 
And so I was like, hey, leave me to live on. Like, believe in God, don't believe in God. Like, all, you know, do your thing. You can skip the rest of the podcast. All good. Um, but on the last podcast, I didn't pray us out. And the second one, the second one, I forgot. So anyways, we'll pray us out real not quick. A, not a habit yet. We'll get going. <laughs> all right. Uh, Dear Father, thanks so much for uh, bringing us here today and all the uh, conversations and uh, contextual um, things we got to talk through with um, healthy conversation. And hopefully I know that you'll use this uh, to um, expand and scale in so many different ways and touch so many different people. And uh, we're so thankful for all those things. And uh, we just uh, ask that you continue to use us to um, glorify your name. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, until next time, Farm System out.